What's up, Dot Nation? My name is Wyatt Troy, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Behind the Dot. Now, there is probably a concerningly huge amount of questions that you currently have. Some of you may ask, well, wait, what the heck is Behind the Dot? We'll get into that. Uh, some of you may ask, wait, what is this episode about? Again, we'll get into that. And some of you may be asking, uh, bro, it's been like four months, okay? You released an episode in August. Now it's December. Is that okay? You going to keep doing that? Can I rely on you for episodes, Wyatt? Where have you been? What have you been working on? What's going on here? All amazing questions, all questions that are about to be answered. So naturally, we are going to answer the first question first. Very logical. Okay, so uh, what is Behind the Dot? Behind the Dot is a podcast where I interview uh, music industry experts, singers, songwriters, producers, everyone on that spectrum on an emotional, philosophical branding, marketing, and overall music business basis. Okay, so if you're a producer, if you're a singer, if you're a songwriter, if you're an instrumentalist, right, and you want to learn from the people that are currently in the industry, and you get a bunch of emotional knowledge, uh, philosophical knowledge, branding, marketing, uh, music business knowledge, all that kind of stuff, this is the place for you. Okay, so if you're brand new, high five, welcome. That is what this podcast is about. Now, the next logical question is, what is this episode about? This episode is actually a collab episode, all right? I was over on the Electronic Dance Money podcast, which by the way, go subscribe, go check it out. It's absolutely amazing. It's a podcast that is teaching you how to make a living inside of electronic music. So good, so great. Uh, But me and Christian over Electronic Dance Money, we did an episode a couple weeks ago over on his podcast where we're talking about funnels and marketing and lead magnets and really like the new techniques, the new marketing techniques that anyone should be using to be able to grow their brands, to, to, to get their music out into the world. And these are tried and true methods all right, they, these aren't just opinions. Um, so, but it originally started over on his podcast, and it was a big, meaty episode. And he's like, "Yo, what if we actually?" Christian was like, "What if we actually split it into two episodes? Part one is going to be released on the Electronic Dance Money podcast, and part two should be released on the Behind the Dog podcast. This would be a really good comeback episode for you, Wyatt." And I'm like, "Frick, Christian, yes." So that is what this is. So you are going to learn about a calorically dense brand and a non-calorically dense brand. What does that mean? All right. And why, why, why do we even care about that in the first place? And the reason why we care about that is because this all plays into the use of funnels. What is a funnel? It, well, I mean, uh, ho- hopefully you know what you know, a, a normal funnel is, but this is a sales funnel, right? And what is a sales funnel? And why are we using that as music? Is that okay? Is that, is that grimy? Is that sleazy? Is that scammy? Is that too markety? Is it, can I, can I use this with my music? Uh, I don't know if I can. Why? Let's just calm down, calm down. I promise you, once you understand the concepts of it, and once you see uh, the logic that we have behind funnels, it's like, okay, this, this is like, next level. This is the future, okay? Which it really is, okay? So uh, we're also going to be talking about like ultra nerdy tracking stuff, which is kind of above and beyond probably what we should be talking about. But it's good that you're actually understanding what this means now. Like when you're, when you have funnels and you need to track them, it's good that you understand now because later on down the line, if you so choose to walk down that funnel path to grow your brand, which you should, uh, you're going to need, you're going to need tracking. Anyways, we'll get into that. And then finally, one the probably arguably the most important thing in this episode is the concept of the three different types of traffic. Okay. So I I can't tell you how many people come to me and they're like, Wyatt, I want to grow my brand. I'm like, that's awesome. What do you want to do? And they're like, I want to get a big Instagram page. I'm like, but, but why? And they're like, well, that's what you're supposed to do. And I'm like, that's no, that's dude. No, Ah, you don't even know why you're building it in the first place. You don't even know where the traffic, oh, geez. Okay, so that's where we're gonna get into the three different types of traffic and how to apply them to your music, okay? So those those are the things, those are the things that we're gonna be talking about in this episode. If you actually wanna listen to part one of this episode where we really get into 
uh, more of the theory of funnels and why you should do that. Um, and, and as well as getting like a backstory from me, I'd highly encourage you to go over to the Electronic Dance uh, Money podcast, um, episode 42, I believe. I think that's a thing. Yep, episode 42 is the episode. So go ahead, go check that out. But now the big question, and this is the question that everyone's been waiting for. Where the frick have you been, Wyatt? You know, you, you're releasing like every single week, uh, episode after episode, you release the 10X episode talking about how you're going to keep releasing more and more content, so on and so forth. Like, where have you been? What the heck, man? Are, are we just, are we expecting like an episode every couple months now? What's going on? And to that, first off, I need to apologize, okay? So this was actually... It was a really hard decision. Um, for those who watched the Dr. Ozzy episode, which apparently is how you pronounce his name. Wow, that was a, that was a shenanigan because I pronounced it Ozai. Wow, good job, good job, good job, Wyatt. Anyways, in that episode, I talked about how we had to step down from doing the podcast for a while. And it sucked and I didn't want that to happen, um, but we kind of needed to. In, in a way, I guess you'd say we kind of grew too big for our own britches. Does anyone outside of Utah actually use the term britches to refer to, to refer to, to talk about, to, what, what is the term, to refer pants to? Is that how you say it? I don't even know. I'm so jumbled right now. Anyways, basically, we, we didn't have the proper system set in place to be able to sustain the podcast as well as sustain the products that we were creating and the partnerships that we were forming uh, with people that we were creating products with. And so unfortunately, the, you know, short of like breaking contracts with partners and potential products that we were creating for you guys, the podcast was the first thing that, that kind of had to go that had to allow us to focus in on what we were doing and, and finishing these, these commitments that we created. And it sucked. And I didn't want to do that because I love the podcast. I love recording these type of episodes. I love bringing these artists on and extracting this information for you guys, for you donation to be able to take it and apply and, and apply into your life. And so it was really, really, it was a really, really, really hard decision. However, absolute miracle happened. It was beautiful. Um, once we stepped back and focused in on those commitments and started fulfilling those commitments, we were able to start making more and more money uh, to be able to fulfill our absolute base needs necessities. And then also what we were able to do was actually start an internship program. And we were able to bring on 10 people 10 people onto the donation team via um, an, an, inter an internship uh, to cover a lot of the things that that um, I was doing on a daily basis, that the podcast needs, the courses needs, that the other products need, so on and so forth. And so now this has revived the possibility for us to be able to do this, to be able to do donation. And I I'm telling you what, like we have some amazing episodes coming. All right, incredible episodes coming. So now the question is like, okay, well, Wyatt, like how, how often are you you're going to be releasing episodes. You know, like how, how often can I plan on you? Can I trust you to release episodes? And that's a really good question. So the goal, the goal guys, just so you know, is to get the podcast up to releasing twice a week with full episodes, right? And so it's, it's the goal is to eventually release one episode of Behind the Daw and one episode of In the Daw every single week. And the, that, that's not really a reality right now, but that is the goal. You know, the more content that we can bring to you, Donation, the more, the, the, the happier we are because we can see the results that you guys are getting. We can see how happy you are. We could, we could see how sad you were when we had to, when we had to step down. So that is the goal. However, what we are planning on doing um, at the top of 2021, when we really fully release the podcast with all the new episodes and stuff, um, is we're going to try 
our hardest to put out an episode every two weeks. That's better than nothing, right? So we're planning to put out one episode of Behind the Dog per month and one episode of In the Dog per month. Uh, there may be episodes in between those, um, just like little small episodes that are just of me or, or you know, little micro pieces of content or so on and so forth. But that is the goal. Right now, we're going to start out at twice a month. And if the interns can handle it and we can handle it, then we're going to crank that up to once a week. You know, we'll just switch off every week. In the DAW one week, behind the DAW next week, right? And if if everyone's still good and we can still handle this and it's working for everyone, then that's when we're going to start cranking it up to one episode of In the DAW per week and one episode of Behind the DAW per week. That's the goal, right? Um, which, by the way, I mean... If, if, if any of you want to be a part of the internship program, there's always room in the internship program um, that you have to, you'll have to DM me over on Instagram. Uh, Brad, who now runs the Instagram, thank you, Brad, you are a saint, uh, will get you in contact with me so that we can discuss uh, such matters. You know, if you're, if you're a really big fan of Donation and you want to work behind the scenes and you want to see more episodes come out and you want to contribute to that to help episodes come out, shoot, we would love to have you a part of that, okay? Um, but that is what's going on with the Donation podcast right now. We are doing that. Um, we're, 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 we're planning to release more and more episodes to help you out to get back on a consistent releasing schedule because I miss doing it. I know that you guys miss it and it just, it, it, it sucks not being able to connect with you every single week, okay? It's just, we, we had too much to do. So there's that. So with all that out of the way, <laughs> Hopefully that explains what Behind the Daw is, what this episode's about, where we have been. And I know a lot of you are going to be asking this, so I just want to, I just want to answer this really, really quickly. Uh, why? what were you working on during that time? You know, you're working on products and stuff. You, so you're saying that, but like, if, if, if it was so big, if it was so important that you had to stop the Donation podcast for four months, that better be freaking good. You better have a dang good product for us. And I do. <laughs> it's actually... We got some really cool stuff going on, guys. So very first off, the thing that took the vast majority of the time um, was the Crywolf Masterclass. And if you guys haven't heard about that yet, my goodness, guys. It's actually the, 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 the course that's actually sponsoring this episode. It's making this episode possible. So thank you, Crywolf. Freak. So if you don't know who Crywolf is, arguably probably the most creative person I've ever met. He has a philosophy. The philosophy is that you can be creative. You can create music every single day. That writer's block, in fact, is not just some inherent thing that you can't control. It's not just, it's not just something that once it shows up, you're like, ah, frick, I'm, I'm screwed. He has the philosophy that you can create music and be creative every single day, no matter what, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter what kind of equipment that you have, uh, no matter what emotional state that you're in, no matter what genre you make, no matter anything. Every single day, you should be able to create music. And he's actually created a system. It's actually insane. But to create a system where you can create 30 songs in 30 days, which is just like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Are you really? Really? Even if you kept 10% of those songs, it's still three songs per month. If you're putting out three songs per month, come, come on, Crywolf. Frick. Anyways, so. This entire masterclass that we did with him is him explaining this creative process. This is the process that he's been using for years that he's shared with, 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 with his industry friends and they've tried it and they're like, holy crap, this actually works. And so we created the masterclass around that, him sharing his system, the system that has literally allowed him to create album after album after album, release, 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 so everything. It's like, it's actually insane. We've already had a lot of people come through. What do we had Like 300 people already take it? Something like that. It was absolutely insane. Um, some of which, by the way, were some really big producers. Like we've had Yoltron take it. We've had AU5 take it. In fact, we have their testimonials on the sales page for the Cryo Masterclass. You should definitely go check that out um, because they're like, dude, this is like, 
this is next level. This is insane. Anyways, so with all that being said, so anyways, if you want to find out more about the Cryo Masterclass, uh, there should be a link down below. I'd highly encourage you to check out that link um, so you can get more information on that. So that was the that was probably the biggest thing that we were working on. I mean, this thing is like 30 hours long. It was like we we like hard coded an entirely new website for it. It was it was like really freaking intense. Like it's next level. We had thousands of dollars of cameras, not just webcams. Oh my gosh, like no webcams at all. In fact, it was just all like high quality. Oh my gosh. Just go check it out. Just go look. Just go look at the sales page. You'll see what what level of products we are creating now. So that was the biggest thing that we've been that we've been spending time on. The second time, or the second thing that we've been spending a lot of time on is actually what we call tier one products or a la carte products. So this is actually something we brought up in the Discord community. By the way, if you're not part of the Donation Discord community, what are you doing? Get over there. Come on. Anyways, so in the Discord community, I asked them this question. I was like, Would you guys be interested? If we created what we call all the cart products, which is basically instead of a huge giant course like the school base or Sarah masterclass, or the cryo masterclass or levitate masterclass or the Zodiac masterclass, anything like that, would you be interested in just getting like kind of like a premium in the DAW episode? You know what I mean? Like 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 uh, an episode instead of it being like a thirty to to sixty minute breakdown of a song, it's like an intimate two to four hour breakdown of a song. You're going over every nook and cranny of that song. I get is that a, is that a term that we only use in Utah? I really hope not. Anyways, you go over every single thing inside that song, and then you can also get like project files and sample packs based off of this, and stems and so on and so forth, right? And I asked them, like, would you be interested if if we did that? And they were like. Are you freaking kidding me? Yes. And so we're like, okay, let's do this. And so we actually got some really dope ones. Okay. So far, in, this, I, can I can I say this? I can say this. And so I'm going to say this. Okay. So, so far we have one with AU5 for his song, Alien Weapon, that was released on Subsidia. Insane, by the way, insane song. So you can learn how to make that song. Again, you can, you know, you can add on uh, a sample pack that's based on that song, the production file. So like the actual like project file, the Ableton project file of that song. You can go in and check that out. We have one with him. We also have one with Tynan uh, with his song Something in the Water, also released on Subsidia. Um, we also have one with another one with Tynan called Interdimensional, um, not released on Subsidia, just for the record. Um, but still a really freaking amazing song. Um, we also have two that we're planning with uh, with Crystal Skies. Um, one is Collide and one is Requiem. Um, we actually have another one with AE5 that I can't, I can't share right now, actually, legally. Um, but there's another one coming with that. And there's going to be a lot more coming in the future. We're, we're planning some with Yoltron right now, which is really cool. I know there's a lot more. There's way more. But that's we've, we've been building those things on the back end. Oh, yeah, we got two with Crywolf, too. Yeah, <laughs> just remember, we got two with Crywolf. Um, his song, Key... Quixote, I think is how you pronounce it, and um, anachronism. And so, but anyways, we're, we're going to be releasing these these tier one products because we can create them so much faster, and people want them. Whew, moving on. Okay, so guys, I'm so sorry. That was like a, kind of like a full update. I really wasn't thinking about going that far into where we've been and what's been going on. But I know a lot of you have been asking those questions. Um, but let's get back to this week's episode. So, like I mentioned, this is uh, an, a collab that I'm doing with the Electronic Dance Money. Uh, podcast Christian over there, absolutely amazing person. Um, so this is actually part two. Okay, so this this one that is being released on the Donation podcast. Um, this is uh, this is uh, the part. This is this is this is part two. If you want to listen to part one, you got to go over to the Electronic Dance Money uh, podcast. So again, we're going to be talking about um, 
funnels. We're going to be talking about marketing, the new way of marketing your music, which is working by the way, and you need to be able to do that. Uh, you know, a lot of people ask me about marketing all the time, and this is what I would tell them. Like literally, if you were able to hop on the phone with me and ask me about marketing, this is exactly like what I'm going to say in this episode and in the episode over on the Electronic Dance Money podcast. This is what I would tell you, right? We're also going to be talking about the three different types of funnels. Okay. I've, I've, I've spoken for too long. Uh, this is the longest intro that's ever existed. It's basically an episode in and of itself. Anyways, should we get to the podcast? Does that sound like a good idea? Okay, let's do that. Okay, all right, guys, I love you. I love you, Donation. You're amazing. More episodes to come. Oh, next episode after this, who is it? Chime? I'm pretty sure it's Chime. Chime, a behind the dog episode, Chime? Frick. Anyways, and also, we, we are Fury in the dog episode. Is that correct? That's correct. That's a thing. Also, a Chime in the dog episode. What? 2021, man, it's going to be huge. Okay, with that being said, I love you. Let's get into this week's episode. Let's talk about the lead magnet that we can use to pull people into this sales funnel. And then ultimately, we'll talk about, you know, what the product is that we're actually going to pitch at the end of the sales funnel. So what would you recommend for producers to use for a lead magnet? Sure. So let's talk about a calorically absent brand doing this, right? So what I mean by that is a brand that is not that dense, a brand that is not really centered around something. It's just, I don't really know. I'm a brand. I have this name. I make this type of music. High five. Let's move on. So one that's that's like that um, versus someone that's like, okay, my brand is completely centered around this topic, around this character, around this concept, around this whatever. You know what I mean? Those are calorically dense brands. So um, obviously, I'm going to be just flat out, straight up front. Funnels work for both. Um, however, the calorically dense brand, the one that stands behind something that it can be tethered to a concept is the one that's going to do better. Um, just in general, by the way, just like with, with customer retention and, and connector, uh, customer connectivity and so on and so forth. Um, however, let's say it's the example of the calorically absent, um, uh, the, the, the caloric absent brand, right? Well, at that point, you know, the, the, I mean, as a league magnet, really, it's it's it, it, it can be anything. Well, I would suggest give away your music somehow, you know, like what you know, like uh, the, the classic, which still blows me away. That still works. But I still see the data all the time that this works is giving away a song for a free download, which blows me away. It's like I would never do that. But apparently, like I'm friends with John Gold, who is um, he owns. Oh, this is important. hype edit. Hyped edit. Thank you. Hype. Hype. Yeah, hyped edit. I, I never hyped know if edit. it's hyped it or hyped edit. Hyped. I can't. I can't remember. Hyped edit. Hyped it. Hyped, hyped it. Maybe? Something like I can. I can't remember that again. Sorry, John. Um, <laughs> but like, Ooh, I might yeah. need to bring John on. This bring John really on. Cool. He's, he's a great guy, dude. Um, I like this because his entire software is is what we're talking about right here, right? It's like I will if I will give you a free download of my song. If you do X, Y, Z, which again, like to me is like, like who would want that? But he's like, dude, like you should see my data. Like everyone wants that. I was like, okay, sure. But high five, you know, that part of the industry better than I do. Um, 
So and there are people, I will argue, there are people, I know people mm-hmm. personally who, when they have to follow someone for a song, they'll follow them, download the song, sure. and unfollow. Sure, sure, And sure. you'll get people like that. You know, I, you get people with email marketing who will sign up for your email list and immediately unsubscribe because they want the free product. And that's fine. Yep. You get those people. But believe it or not, those people who unsubscribe or unfollow are m- pretty rare. It yeah, doesn't no, happen. That, I mean, I'd argue they're probably 1% or less than 1% of people. Exactly. And the fact that even if that happens, it's like, doesn't matter because you already did your job, which was you're getting people to know about you. And if they find value in what you have, they will come back. Um, so, so yeah. So again, you can give away a free song. You can give away uh, what's called. You can get uh, this. This is where it gets hard because if you have a, a calorically absent brand it's like you can't really give away anything that's like tethered to your to your brand right so like there's there's this artist that we're going to be doing a sample pack with um her name is ronit and she's an amazing vocalist and her whole brand is focused around like like witchcraft and so she has a lot of stuff like that like she has like spell books and and like moon ritual boxes and things of that nature crystals and stuff. crystals and stuff like that it's like okay that is a calorically dense brand like all of a sudden it's like dude yeah, like we'll send you a free blah blah blah. We'll send you a free moon ritual script. We'll send you a free, you know, like something that's like cool. that. That's, that's like tethered really, to that, right? It's unique. That's well, right. Real quick, too, you're getting into something very significant and important here. Is if you can offer a physical thing to give people that they can have in their home, whenever they see that thing, they're gonna be reminded of you. That's and right. And this is very very important. I think it's in. Have you read Contagious? No, I haven't. Oh man, that's another great book you got to read. I, I I can't remember the author's name. Contagious is fantastic, but I'm pretty sure it's in Contagious where the author talks about it's basically it's basically these five steps to having to viral content, like why content goes viral, and it's these very specific things that you can start to kind of draw and create your marketing um, around. It's fascinating oh, stuff. Awesome. Um, Jonah but Berger? there's is that him. Yeah, Jonah Berger. Mm-hmm, yeah, uh, there's um, there. I'm pretty sure there's one topic within there, and I can't remember the name of it. And I'm oh, I'm like <laughs> I'm beating myself up because of it. But it's it's this concept of when you when there when you gift something, when you provide value for free to someone, and it's something physical that they can see and tangible and touch. That's gonna you're you're gonna stick in their psyche more. Whenever they see that, they're going to be reminded of you. And the more that you you come up in their head, the more likely they are going to want to keep investing in you, keep going back to your music. Or It's a very, very unique psychological marketing tactic that can be very valuable. One thing that I'm thinking of, and this kind of goes off of Chris Greenwood. He does a lot of this stuff, too, where he offers free products like this for his music but i think what would be really cool is to get some custom usb drives made oh yeah that are like cdjs or something like a cdj yeah um and have a bunch of track like have 10 tracks on there that you've made from the past or something and you know if you spend you know you might need to spend a little bit of money but you have to kind of weigh like okay is this you you could potentially be getting a customer that is a super fan that has a high lifetime value for you. Again, this, these are really, they're kind of difficult measure, uh, difficult things to measure, but you know, you could do the follow gate stuff you can, while collecting an email and then send them, have them, you know, maybe have them pay for shipping or something, which would probably be pennies uh, for something that small and light. 
and uh, and then you can send them a whole a whole USB drive, which I mean, they can take that music off, delete, and then you nope, know, take the music, put it on the computer, delete everything. And now they just have this USB drive that they can use for other stuff. And every time they grab that USB drive to use something, to put something on it or take something off of it, they're going to remember you. That's right. That's right. And for all those that are saying right now, oh, but this sounds hard. I have to spend money. I have to put effort in. Go to timeout. You can come back in a minute. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're all adults here. Remember, yeah. we're running a business. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, the, the amount of money I spend on advertising per of month course, is... Dude. It's, I mean, it's not that much compared to like my mentor who has spent hundreds of thousands <laughs> totally, of dollars. Totally. <laughs> but when I first started running ads, I was only spending like 20 to 50 dollars a month it was nothing of course of course of until course. you start building you know the the momentum and then you start actually getting cash in and you go oh let me up this a little bit more and then it really starts going but anyways totally. let's get back to what we were talking about <laughs> sure 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 um really quick i just want to add add on to that i totally yeah. get it i totally get it when when you start to realize that you spend more per month than a doctor makes in a month it's like Okay, this is a real thing. Yeah. But but remember it's, it's all in the it's all in the sense of you're not spending it and it's going away. You're spending it to get something back, right? Exactly. Um, you're investing in yourself. That's right. And so, yeah, getting back to what we were talking about. So, I would highly suggest everyone listening to this podcast to literally just stop and change their way of thinking right now of of okay, I need to make a calorically dense brand because that is going to make your life unbelievably easier. Number 1, mm-hmm. and you're going to make a such bigger impact are you kidding me how many producers have i listened to where i look at their name i'm like oh that's an interesting name only to find out it's like i don't know i got high in my basement one day and i figured out the name yeah it's like oh come on dude really that's it as opposed to like someone else who has a name and it's like what an interesting name and then you look at their brand it's like what is this there's an entire story in here it's like what is going on like halion oh my gosh if you guys want a calorically dense brand go look up halion oh my goodness anyways so regardless there's all of that so yeah you have to come up with some type of product if if if, you know giving away a free song or creating a usb isn't enough for you i don't want to give you all those answers i can give you some some suggestions but what you really need to get into is funnel hacking so i'd highly suggest all of you to go and look at other people's funnels and see what they're giving away you know what i mean even if it's not in the music industry don't let it be in the music industry go look at what other companies go look at what what uh, uh, mom and pop shops down the street are giving away for free. What are they doing so that you can come up with ideas? You can be like, oh, shoot, that's a really good idea. You know what I mean? Like, what if, yeah, okay, I see, I see that, I see that. No, I'm not selling milkshakes, but they are doing this, and that is dope, and I want to try that, right? And so, I mean, the, the, the amount of things that you could have as an opt-in product is unlimited. Uh, lyric sheets, uh, uh, production files, um, if they're producers. Pro- if they're oh, pre- dude, production files. Yeah, yes. Sample packs, Templates. Packs. Templates. Yeah, if exactly. you're great at mastering or mixing and you have a great mixing or mastering template, that I guarantee is something that a million producers need. Exactly. And so that's, that's what I'm saying. I was like, frick. Um, and so... There's, there's, there's a billion different things depending on what your brand is that could work really, really well with that. For example, if you have a brand that is tethered to solving or helping people with anxiety and depression, guess what you could do? Have a product, have an often product that has mm-hmm. something to do with anxiety and depression. Um, I have a buddy. He's one of my best friends. I was one of his best men in his wedding. Um, his name is Daddy. And his brand is about being a dad. And yeah. it's really good. And he has a lot of cool dad stuff that you can buy that looks really freaking cool. And so it's it's all tethered to this. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I would mm-hmm. highly suggest all of you to pump the brakes and be like, is my brand calorically dense? Because if not, you're going to have a lot harder time. You can still do it, but you're just going to have a harder time. You see what I'm saying? 
Yeah, and sometimes it takes some time to figure that out. You know, it's not something that you're going to get overnight. You're not yep. going to get that really calorically big brand uh, that you need to start pushing everything forward, and that's okay. Um, you can still work on some other things while that's coming to you, but don't leave it off. Like, don't put it off. That's It's, it's that's definitely right. something that you should be trying to research, trying to figure out, um, and, and eventually it will come to you. It's just a matter. It really does become a matter of time. That's right. That's right. Okay. So we've got our lead magnet. We've got our, we've got the idea of what the sales funnel is going to look like. Now, I mean, the product thing is, I don't even think we really need to go into extreme depths on the product because it, you should have the product already established. But you, there, there's no reason to be setting up a sales funnel or a lead magnet to then not have a product to offer. So um, I guess th- what it comes down to is whatever product it is that you're really wanting to sell. If it's if it's just your music, um, you know, like we were talking about before, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to set up the proper lead magnets or the sales funnels and track everything. I I, I think the idea of tracking analytics should be very significant here. Like you got to be tracking that you need to be tracking when you get a conversion, how much it costs to get a conversion and what the value of that conversion is. Um, And these are all, do you have any good resources for people to go and research this sort of thing? All these, um, you know, conversion values and whatnot. Ooh, good question. I would highly encourage everyone to check out Wicked Reports. Um, Wicked Reports is... Do you know... Have you ever used Wicked Reports before? I haven't, but I'm going to be doing a ton of okay, research so on it. Wicked Reports is, like, unbelievable. Um, but that... Because what you're talking about is, is, is attribution, right? It's like, okay, you can attribute this conversion to this ad or to this product or to this page in the funnel or whatever, right? Wicked Reports is absolutely amazing. However, for someone you know, like we were talking about earlier with like Spotify and how it's really hard to track conversions. Um, the way that I am suggesting to set up this funnel is actually a way where you can track conversions very, very simply. And it's it's really not that much money. Um, so just out of curiosity, where what, what do you run your funnels through? Like what's what software do you use? So um, I don't actually use a, a particular okay. f- software funnel. A okay, lot cool. of my funnels are set up through just ads and then getting people to my website where I try to convert them through my website landing okay, pages. That's totally fine. Um, and then also email marketing. I've got sure. sales funnels set up in my email marketing list stuff. Totally. Totally. So I always, and, that, and by the way, that's a totally viable way. And if it works for you, do it. Um, I use click funnels. Um, and I, and funnels, it, yeah. yeah. So for, I mean, to just to be completely upfront, most people are not going to be able to afford the full version yeah. of click funnels. But musicians aren't going to leverage the full version of no. ClickFunnels when they first start out, to be honest. So ClickFunnels, just so you know, full version, $300 a month. Uh, smaller version is $100 a month. Oh, no, Wyatt, I have to spend money. Yes, you do. That's mm-hmm. what you have to do. But remember, if you do this right, you're going to be making money. So yeah, stop. it'll be stop. paying for itself. It'll be paying Might for take itself. a little bit of time, but it'll yeah. pay for itself eventually. So what inside of ClickFunnels, it checks all of those. It checks all of the... Um, with all the pixel data and with all of the attribution models inside of there, it all tracks inside. It it basically bypasses our problem with Spotify. Where we're like, okay, frick, Spotify, I can't track any of that. Well, because you know, like we're going to a page where it is on ClickFunnels and they can sign up to to have your lead magnet. We can track that, and then once they enter in their information, 
they'll be sent the the thing that, you, that they're getting, you know, whether it's a link to a song or a free download or whatever it is, on the next page, um, when you're trying to indoctrinate them into your into your community, again, it's trackable. And then on the very final page, which is cool because it could also process the payments where you're selling something, again, it's all trackable, which all sends that information back to wherever you're running ads, Facebook, YouTube, mm-hmm. Instagram, wherever it is, Interesting. right? And so it all, it all, uh, all, all that connects. data... Yeah, it all connects together. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I really like that. Do you, uh, have you ever used Kajabi? So I have used Kajabi. I actually used Kajabi. Oh man, I can't remember how long, but yeah, I, I used it a lot. Um, I actually ended up switching over to Kartra. Um, yeah, because Kajabi. So Kajabi is like the the all in one, right? It's like you can host, you can sell products there, you can have your blog there, you can do courses there, you can do funnels there, and email marketing and so on and so forth, right? There's literally just one, there's one aspect that, that turned me off from Kinjabi. It's just one of it, uh, which was the courses function. Um, I didn't like the courses function because I couldn't, I couldn't tweak everything that I wanted to. You like, you had templates and that was it. You know what I mean? Real quick with wicked reports though, is that mm-hmm. another one where you can kind of link everything together to track all of your reports? That's right. So one of the, this is getting, Oof. I mean, ultra, ultra deep into attribution. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. because there's like, a reason why we're getting into this though. Cause the, like, yeah. Like I was saying before, you got to be tracking this stuff because it's how you can tell what is working and what isn't working. Otherwise, you're flying blind and you're wasting money. You know, you're just throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping it sticks. It's you got you got to actually be tracking this sort of data. Very interested to hear about Wicked Reports. So please go into that. Yeah. So there's two there's two big hitters in in the attribution conversion tracking world there's wicked reports and there's um hyros i've tried both i strongly disagree with or sorry i strongly um would suggest not to go with hyros that was a just crap show oh my gosh um and they're like two thousand dollars a month like they are so expensive um and i don't i disagree with so many of the things to do anyways um so but okay so when it comes to like you were saying, like when you are spending your dollars, especially like if you're spending a hundred bucks, there's still a part of you like, okay, that's a, that's a good chunk of money, but the, like there's still not that much on the line, right? But when you get up to like spending thousands of dollars per day, it's like you better believe you're like, I want to know where every single dollar of that is going, and I want to know if, how much money is coming back from. Our, our organic content, how much is coming back from this ad, this funnel, so on and so forth. And so one of the one of the things that truly when I when I realized it and I tested it was just like number one, just shocking. And and number two, just like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. Um was when I realized that Facebook attribution is is wrong like 50 to 70% of the time. Okay, I know what you're talking about uh with high high Hyros, yeah, uh, yeah, it's by what's his name? Alex I know Becker. exactly. Yes, Hyros. Yes, yep. I know. I was looking into Hyros, and that's when I realized all my Facebook data has been off. And now I was like, okay, well, I can't buy into this product, so I'm gonna start. I've been, I've straight up been learning to code so that I can create my own custom scripts <laughs> cool. for advertising, <laughs> so I can track that data. But yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. you're right. Like Facebook's tracking data is so horrible it's so terrible dude oh frustrates me gosh dude like it's it's terrible and when they first said that you know like when i first you know like saw the ads for hyros and for wicked reports i was like i don't know about that until i separated out all of my funnels 
and realized that Facebook said, hey, you got 16 cells here. And I went and checked my funnel and it's like, uh, you got two cells. And I was like, dude, I would have kept running that ad and spending uh, 400, 500 bucks a day on that ad and wasted so much money, right? And so that's where- Or the opposite, you, where you have a very good ad, you don't think you're yep. getting any sales and you turn and it you off. turn it off and you turn it off and then you're like, frick, okay, that was fun. Um, so that's where Wicked Reports comes in because Wicked Reports and Hyros, uh, they both run off of AI learning. Their attribution models are insane because what they do is they track the actual, uh, the actual journey of the customer, right? So Facebook can only track Facebook, right? Facebook is like, uh, and when I say Facebook, I mean like Facebook and Instagram, um, you know, like it could be like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, they clicked on this ad, but Facebook doesn't know if they've come to your podcast. They don't know if they've come to your website before. They don't know if they've seen this Google ad over here. They don't know anything like that. And so it, it just, how it attributes cells is just like so wonky. And so Wicked Reports is like, dude, yeah, no, like I know you, you came here and then you came here and then you came here. So the first point of concept, your first point of concept was here. So you should spend more money getting people in over here because eventually they're going to buy over here. And it's like, holy crap, you've got to be kidding me. And um, what's super cool, this is ultra cool. This is like, whoa. So what it does is because uh, Wicked Reports syncs up with Facebook. And so when you, you know, at the end of the month, Facebook is like, you got X amount of sales. And Wicked Reports is like, actually, no. And Facebook is like, oh, sorry, thank you. Um, we'll change that information now. Thank you. And it changes according to what Wicked Report says. So now you can go into, now I, now I can go into my Facebook account and be like, oh, cool. These cells that are actually here, I know are actually correct because Wicked Reports changed the data. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, what we're talking about here too is, you know, when you, when you look at some of the price points of these companies, you might not be able to afford it now and it might seem ridiculous and outrageous and, oh, I don't need this. But when you start getting accurate data, and accurate analytics and you can see where you're making money and how if you put more money into that how it will exponentially multiply you you're paying for the product itself and more i mean you're making a crazy amount of money at that point uh when you can start investing money into the right resources and just oh you can almost overnight double your income just based off of accurate tracking um, you know, obviously after you've tested some things, that's right. That's right. That's right. You, you hit the nail on the head mm -hmm. and we don't mean to, we don't mean to scare anyone away. We're like, yeah. Oh, freaking, I just learned about a funnel and now we're hardcore attribution. You know, well you do you know, still need to know about these things. You know what I mean? Could you imagine, could you imagine if you went all through your doctorate degree only to find out at the very end, Oh wait, I need to work in a hospital. You know, they tell you that first day, like, okay, the end goal is for you to work at a hospital. And so we need to tell you, like, these are these are things, like, as an end goal, you need to be aware of. You know what I mean? And we don't, if, if these are scaring you off, uh, well, you know, you get you got to get a little bit thicker skin there, bud, because uh, <laughs> these, yeah. these are very important things. And, and do some research. You know, what we're talking, you know, st with stuff like Wicked Reports or Hyros, like, these are... These are products for companies that are growing at extreme mm -hmm. rates where That's they right. need to track this sort of stuff. In the That's beginning, right. you're not going to need to track very detailed things like this. Um, you Obviously, you do need to track the very basics, conversions, how much a conversion is, and uh, what it costs to get that conversion. Really, those are the biggest things you need. And then you need to test, 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 test your right. ads test whatever you know whatever it is your sales funnel is test the different text uh the the colors the the whatever images you're using because all of these are going to apply to what is going to push someone in the right direction to 
convert or uh, turn into a lead. So if there's one thing that you walk away with, uh, if there's one thing that you walk away with from this episode, you forget everything else. This is probably the most important thing, um, which is the three different types of traffic and three different types of traffic or traffic that you buy, traffic that you earn and traffic that you own. And very, very, very often when it comes to marketing, people are very confused about these different types of traffics and how they play into each other. So I'm going to make it very clear and very upfront of how to do this because I can't tell you how many people come to me and they're like, I want social media and marketing advice. I'm like, great. What, what, what do you want? They're like, how do I grow my Instagram page? I'm like, oh, geez, dude. No, 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 no. Stop. You don't even, you don't even know why you're growing it in the first place. It's like, why? I, I need wood. Okay. Why do you need? I got to build a house. Do you know what to do with that wood? You know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Um, anyways. And so. So there's three different types of traffic, right? And there's a hierarchy. Not all traffic is created equal. There's certain type of traffic, there's a certain type of traffic that is more valuable than other traffic. So at the very, 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 very bottom of the totem pole is traffic that you earn. And so this is traffic from like growing an Instagram page, growing a Facebook page, growing a YouTube page, growing a podcast like what you and I are doing. At the very, this is I, when I say very, very bottom, that makes it sound like it's like Neanderthal status. It's not. It's still helpful, but it's at the very, very bottom because it's the it's it's the one that you can rely on the least. You know what I mean? If you if you grow an Instagram page up to hundred thousand followers, and then next Tuesday Instagram is like, I actually hate you, and just deletes your account. There's nothing you can do, and you're screwed. You know what I mean? And and it's the same. I mean, frankly, with with where you and I host our podcast, if Apple came in or Spotify came in and was like, screw you guys, like, okay, well, there's nothing we can do. You know what I mean? It's still it's still helpful because it's traffic that we can tap into, but at the very bottom of the totem pole is traffic that you earn. Next up on the totem pole, um, the second best type of traffic is traffic that you buy. Because this way you can bypass all of the strategies of having to spend the months of creating content and 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 putting them out and and building these pages and literally just go to Mark Zuckerberg or to Google Ads and be like, hey, here's a hundred bucks, show this to people, right? And it does. It shows it exactly to the people that you tell it to show it to, which is really, 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 really freaking awesome, by the way, to be able to do that. Um, it's the difference of to put that in perspective. Think of it in terms of buying groceries or something. Do you want to go into your backyard and plant corn and tend your corn for months and months and months? to then pick the the fruits of that labor or would you rather just go straight to the grocery store and purchase uh, an ear of corn and then come home that's a it's a great that's a great uh, analogy and to to add on to the analogy even more is imagine the you're going into your backyard and you're planning but at any moment any moment the actual landlord could come and kick you off for no reason you know what i mean it's like holy crap i just spent all this time building this mini farm and now they're just yeeting me right out of here right and so it's like oh crap sweet um and then so then, of course, then traffic that you buy is equivalent to going to the store, which is fun, right? And then finally, at the very, very top, the most valuable type of traffic is traffic that you own. This is traffic that no matter what, if you get kicked off any social media site, you, you uh, what's called, you, you still have this type of traffic. And this is equivalent to you having an enormous amount of food storage. It's like, all right, even if I get kicked out of my house, I can bring my food storage with me and I can last for years on this stuff. You Are you talking I mean? about emails here? So that is what this is. This is the crazy thing. This is a big revelation that I've recently had in the last couple months. There's actually I've discovered there is there's three main types of of traffic that you can own. And as a couple months ago, I thought it was just email. I thought email was the only type of traffic that you could own. Right. Um, I'm not going to lie. This is where I'm at currently. So please yeah, blow my mind. This, I'm this so is gonna, excited. <laughs> this is going to dude. like I melted when I figured this out. Okay. So emails is that, but the problem with emails is that because a lot of people get a lot of emails. If you're getting between 20 and 
30, 40% uh, open rate, you are crushing it. But that's still like, frick, what about all those other people? And I mean, there's strategies to be able to get to those other people as well. But it's like, come on. But then like, that's that's just open rate. That's not click-through rate. You know, that's just people opening it. That doesn't mean they're going to click on whatever and buy your stuff or go watch your stuff or whatever, right? And so then that's when I realized I was in one of the, uh, one of Russell Brunson's from, from ClickFunnels, I was in one of his funnels. And, you know, he's like, yeah, you know, like hop on my text message list. And it dawned on me. I was like, a text message list is a form of traffic that you can, you can go to any platform and just import those numbers. And you know what the open rate is for, for text message? Like 98%. You know what I mean? It's like insanity. And I'm like, frick. This is what Gary V started doing like a year ago. Yeah, dude. That's like, yeah, text, text, blah, 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 blah. Right. I remember, I remember listening to a lot of, I was, yeah, text, blah, 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 and we'll ask you questions or whatever, whatever, right? So there was that. And then finally, this is, this is like the, 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 like the, 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 the fountain of youth. This is like the, 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 the road to El Dorado kind of stat, uh, strategy right here. And I found this out. This was so smart. I found this out because my wife follows Sexy Modest. It's a clothing makeup company-ish kind of thing. I don't really, I could have just butchered that description. Um, but what they she's like basically all of their funnels direct them towards an app because in the app obviously you know like you you can have people come through and buy your stuff and whatever but guess what happens when you sign up for an app in the terms of service you say we can notify you so every time you launch a course every time you launch a free product everything they get a push notification on their phone and even if you get knocked off the knocked off the the app store which probably won't happen you can literally just re-upload your app mm-hmm. onto the app store <laughs> under yeah. a different name and it's For there real. and you still have all that data. You see what I'm saying? That's so, crazy. I never yeah. thought about that. Yeah, dude. That changed everything for me. I was like, oh, shoot. So we're working on a donation app right now, which is fun. Um, so so really quick, again, three types of traffic starting at the bottom. The 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 least useful but still very useful um, traffic that you earn next one up is traffic that you buy and finally the holy grail is traffic that you own and the purpose of traffic that you earn and traffic that you buy is to convert people to traffic that you own right that is the entire con the only reason why you grow a farm is so that you can have that food in your storage use it whenever you want the only reason why you go to the store is get the food to be able to call on it whenever you want it's the same with traffic you see what i'm saying that analogy is so that's good, good. <laughs> yeah it good is, job, dude <laughs> what a great analogy the food storage thing is i love that and you do need to own your your leads you have to own you know own their email but you have to have their email so you can email them or text them or whatever it is so that you can provide this the and i've talked about this in the email marketing episodes like the reason why you want emails is so when there is a new instagram or a new facebook there will be and they are no longer around, you don't have to restart from scratch. You can send, no one changes their email. Very rarely do they change their email. So you can send them one email, one email blast out to 20,000 people and have them all go follow you on this new platform. And, you know, this is just one instance, but also selling products. If you're on my email list now, every other, every, every second Friday or something, every other Friday, you get an email from me saying, hey, new episode of Electronic Dance Money. Like, I'm, I'm promoting the show through that. And I get quite a few, you know, I get a good number of opens and clicks there. Um, so it's a nice reminder for people. And, you know, staying top of mind, like we were saying before, you want to stay top of mind with people. That's right. Uh, that's right. And yeah, let's recap kind of what we discussed as well. <laughs> you know, you got to make sure that you, 
do some more research on the sales funnel, what that looks like. We kind of looked at, you know, when you're at the top of the funnel, you're a cold lead, you're introducing a problem that someone has. As you move them down the funnel, you're teaching them how to solve this issue until you can get them down to the bottom of the funnel where you can offer them a product and they'll convert. They'll move from a lead to a conversion. Um, and we kind of, we already discussed if you shouldn't be creating a sales funnel without a product. So figure out what that product is going to be from you for you. And then you've got your lead magnet, which is going to pull people into the sales funnel, add whatever, however much value you can add at that lead magnet stage, add it because that's, what's going to make people wanting to come, make people want to come back for more. Yep. Yep. No, you got it. You hit the nail on the head, dude. And if you guys want a good representation of what great <laughs> ads look like and what a great sales funnel looks like, I was telling Wyatt um, when we were first on the phone discussing this episode, uh, go to donation.net and then just leave. <laughs> I mean, obviously stay there to check out, you know, get the, buy the courses, definitely buy the courses. But if you're interested in looking what, seeing what a sales funnel looks like, just go to their website. He's got a Facebook <laughs> pixel set up. And within a couple of days, you'll be scrolling through Facebook and yep, you'll yep, see yep. donation ads pop up. And his ads are <laughs> fantastic. I was telling why every once in a while I go back onto donation.net just to get sucked back into the funnel so that I can see what he's doing and see how he's running marketing stuff because I learn a lot from that stuff. One of my the there there's two <laughs> ads that are fantastic. There's a there's an ad here locally in Austin that I get on social media uh by uh -huh. Aces Jiu-Jitsu. If you look up Aces Jiu-Jitsu in Austin, Texas and go to their website, you'll get sucked into their pixel. They have a hilarious ad that oh, they run that. um on social media, but you have I would. I, I don't know which ad is better. Your ad where you're dressed up as a cowboy in the country is the best thing I've ever seen. It is so hilarious and so good. Are you still running that ad? Yeah, yeah. So it's the Beat Farber ad. Yeah. Yes, so we actually, it, we're actually launching three more ads just like it. So yes. Really dude, you got to send them to me just to yeah, look dude. at because they're hilarious. Oh, is that one of your best ads? That That is by far are like the best ads so you've ran ads so you know how much pushback you get on ads that was the ad where everyone was like okay like i got nothing bad to it, say this and it's is the, dope it's comedy it is comedy that is there's so contagious dives into this about emotion there's a few different emotions you can drive out of people that get them to buy into a product or make a product go viral those who care share so anger is a great emotion you want like really mind stimulating emotions anger uh comedy um sadness is okay but not a great one to go with and then like excitement stuff comedy is oh, by far like 100%. one of the best ones but that's why you'll see like clickbait articles that get people angry those are the ones that get shared the most because anger is a really strong emotion that gets right. that mind stimulated so man i love that but i i just had to say i love that ad if you guys want to see those ads just get into their sales funnel by going to their website thank and i'm you. sure you'll start seeing them um anyways man why thank you so much for coming on this was i was looking forward to this for a while now and it, just leading up to it, all the talk we've been doing it's just fantastic to have you on i'm so excited to see everything that you you're doing with donation where it's going to go i mean congrats to you man thank you dude and i just want to end off on actually giving you praise as well because i sent you a text yesterday 
And I was like, dude, you're one of the few people in the industry that actually get it. Okay. And you, you are. And so for all of the listeners of this podcast, you are in very, very safe <laughs> hands. And I was listening to this, like this, this very, 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 very rarely happens. I've talked to virtually everyone in the industry by virtue of my podcast. And very rarely do I talk with someone that's like, okay, like you get it. Like you're like, you get the mindset, you get the systems, you get the the concepts that goes into like a thriving career. You get that the music industry like left to its own devices is broken, but we can make it into something better, mm -hmm. something much more thriving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you get it. And so everyone that's listening, you're in safe hands. I highly encourage you to keep listening to this podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much, Wyatt. I appreciate <laughs> it. And dude, we're, we're gonna have to do this again, but yeah. Awesome. This was awesome. It was it was so great to sit down with you, man. Awesome. Thank you so much, dude. I appreciate you having me. All right. Take care. What's up, Daw Nation? I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Behind the Daw, which was a collab with Electronic Dance Money. Again, make sure to go subscribe to their podcast, guys. Christian over there is such a genius. He's amazing. Please go do that. You're going to love it. Um, and also make sure to go check out the other half of this episode if you haven't already. That was part one of this episode over on his podcast. That is episode 42. But with all that being said, ah, it feels good to be back. It feels good to be back talking with you guys, congregating with you guys, congregating. Not, not even congregating. We're just congregating. I just stop. Why? Okay. Wow. So um, again, if you did like this episode, make sure to subscribe, like, follow. Guys, you know what to do. It's 2021. You, you know what to do when 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 you like an episode. Okay. So please do that. Um, and if you uh, want to take your creativity to the next level, by the way, make sure to check out, make sure to check out, check, check, check out, check, check. <sighs> 2021, I'm going to stop stumbling over my words. That's not going to happen. That's never going to happen. Anyways, if you want to take your creativity to the next level, all right, Crywolf Masterclass, it's insane. It's 30 hours long. Learn how to make 30 songs in 30 days. Learn the creative system that Crywolf has perfected over the last 10 years has proven extremely fruitful. Literally, all you got to do is just look at his cult following to know, okay, what he's doing is actually working. Okay. So again, make sure to go check that out over on donation.net, or there is a link down in the description. Okay. So make sure to come back here frequently. Uh, next episode that we're going to be releasing, I'm pretty sure it's the chime behind the top. I don't know. I actually, you know, like we, we, we actually weren't planning to split this podcast episode into two different episodes one on the electronic dance money podcast and one over here on on the donation podcast for for behind the daw and so i was kind of like sprung on me like oh yeah 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 we got to do this we should do this yeah yeah this is a great idea then i can like kind of update people of where we've been and stuff um however oh i know what i'm doing i know what i'm doing wow you can see how disorganized i am right now trying to get everything ready so that we can release the podcast so that we can keep releasing courses so on and so forth right uh, i know what the next thing is i just remembered it's in like two weeks from now all right is that true that's like christmas probably a little bit longer in two weeks no it's gonna be in two weeks i decided it's gonna happen um in two weeks uh we're gonna we're gonna do a 2020 in review episode i remember back in 2018 i did a 2018 in review episode and you guys loved it like dude that's amazing thank you frick because basically in that episode i just talked about hey here's all these cool things that i did this no that's that's not true i don't just brag about myself come on Wyatt. okay so no i i get on there and i'm like here's what i did right this year you should do this next year and then i'm like here's all the, here's all the things i did wrong this year here's what you should not do next year so on and so forth and so that's going to be coming uh, i did that in 2018 i totally forgot to do it in 2019 full transparency um but i am not forgetting to do it in 2020 so that is what we are going to do that's what we're going to do we're going to do it it's going to be great um it's going to be released you're going to you're going to love it you're going to show up you're going to 
I, I, I feel like a parent right now. This is kind of weird. Okay. You can see I'm a lot less scripted than I than I have been in the past, which is a good thing, question mark. I'm not entirely not entirely sure. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Behind the Dot. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Make sure to come back in a couple weeks when we release another episode of Behind the Dot. Stay tuned for all the new In the Dot episodes. Oh, you're going to love them. They're so good. And again, make sure to check out the Cryo Masterclass and the new Tier 1 products that we're releasing. Right, You want the premium In the Dot style uh, in in the DOS style walkthroughs, but you get you know you can add on sample packs, and you can add on project files and all that kind of stuff. If you want that, uh, that's going to be coming over on Donation.net very 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 soon. With that being said, Donation, thank you so much for coming through and checking out this week's episode. And we'll catch you on the next episode.